This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, everybody. Good to see you. See y'all. Hope y'all been well. Our team has been preparing well, working out very hard. Fourth quarter football school. Really excited. Really excited about setting the LSU standard performance. What a brand new group. A lot of new faces out there. A lot of guys are eager to prove themselves. And a lot of hopes to fill from a great football team last year. So excited about our new staff. I think we made some tremendous hires. Bo Pelini has been a force. Our players have gravitated to him already. Our coaches have. Uh, this is more of a 4-3 attacking style defense. I think it plays right into the personnel that we have. Scott Linehan has been phenomenal. Uh, he brings a lot of expertise. Him and Steve have been working very, very well. Excited about him. I feel like we made a home run hire in Kevin Falk. Uh, always wanted Kevin on our staff. Kevin has been great to the state of Louisiana. Kevin has been great to LSU. Our players love him. I love him. I think he's going to be phenomenal as a football coach. And I think this is only the first step in his career to where he's going to go. I think eventually Kevin Falk will be a head coach and be a phenomenal coach. So excited about those guys. Uh, we brought in Kelvin Shepard, uh, Director of Player Personnel. He's going to come in Friday and start next week. We're excited about him. He's going to take Kevin Falk's place. You know, with the hiring of Kevin Falk, that makes three players, uh, three full-time assistants on our staff that played football and graduated from LSU. We're very proud of that. Uh, before we start, out for the spring, I know you guys are going to ask Tory Carter, Sony Fanu, Eric Gilbert, Todd Harris, and, and uh, at the end, Todd may get a couple of plays. He looks good, but at the end, he may get a couple of practices. We're not sure yet. Limited will be Elias Ricks. Uh, back in two weeks will be Neil Farrell. Uh, Darrell Rosenthal has left school for personal reasons. Uh, we expect him to be back for the summer and be ready to go. Okay, I want to go over uh, our depth chart here. On offense and defense, just highlight a couple of things. Obviously, the quarterback position is going to be the key for us uh, going into the spring. Uh, we have Miles Brennan. Miles has been doing phenomenal in the fourth quarter in football school. Max Johnson and T.J. Finley 
we expect those guys to be fighting um, for a position. We also have Peter Parrish there. The running backs, Chris Curry, John Emery, and Tyron Davis, I think are all three starters. All three are different. All three can do great things. Obviously, the big key is going to be on the offensive line. Ed Ingram has been fantastic. Uh, Chase on Hines is going to have to prove himself there. We moved Joe Evans uh, from defensive line to offensive line to back him up to compete in that spot. At the right guard is going to be Anthony Bradford and Cordell Thomas. And at the right tackle is going to be Austin Deckless. Uh, you see Charles starting to play some center and play some tackle because we're very thin on the offensive line. At the left tackle is going to be Cam Wire. Uh, you know, Darren Rosenthal, who I felt was having an excellent uh, practice uh, during the all the uh, bowl uh, and the championship run. I think Darren's going to be an excellent left tackle. He's going to play in the NFL. But he's not going to be with us this spring. He's give time for Cam Wire to compete there and also Thomas Perry. A wide receiver, as we all know, we have a strong group coming back in Jamar Chase, Terrence Marshall, Rachel McMath looks fantastic. Now it's time for Trey Palmer, uh, Trey Palmer to show his stuff. Uh, Kirkland and Jenkins, those guys will all have a good shot, along with the guys we got bringing in, we're bringing in. At tight end will be Jamal Pettigrew. Uh, obviously, Carter and Gilbert are out. Cole Taylor looks great. Aaron Moffitt, those guys are going to have a chance to uh, prove themselves in the spring. And like we always say, the depth chart is extra insane. On defense, I do believe this is one of the most talented defenses we had since we've been there. There's a lot of speed out there. There's a lot of new faces. But I, I do believe that this 4-3 attacking defense fits our personnel as good as we've ever been. On the defensive line, as you guys know, we moved T.K. McClendon over. He's starting at left end, backed up by Jarrell Cherry. And also, um, Gay is, is backing him up, big big junior college player that runs very well. No tackle, Tyler Shelvin and Ipool are doing fantastic. Glenn Logan and Nelson Jenkins are playing uh, defensive line, defensive tackle right now. And the guy that looks phenomenal is a little heavy. Uh, Justin's about 300 pounds and needs to get down to 285. Justin Thomas, Andre Anthony. And I said this yesterday. I think B.J. O'Jolera is going to be an All-American for us. He is a very, very talented young man. So we're very deep on the offensive line, along with the new guys coming in. Uh, linebackers, we've got to replace a lot of guys. But I'll tell you, man, we got some talent there. Damon Clark and Michael Baskerfield, who has impressed both so far. Ray Thornton has been moved to linebacker, inside linebacker, and also Marcel Brooks. So we've got a lot of speed there. As you guys know, we're very strong in the backfield, led by Derek Stingley, who's probably one of the best players in the country. Elias Rex was the top cornerback coming in the country. He's going to fight for the starting position. Jay Ward and Rodarius Jones are playing corner. Uh, right now, nickel position, we have Cordell Flott and Jay Ward. All right, no practice will be Kerry Vincent because obviously he's in track. Mo Hampton's in um, baseball and obviously Todd Harris. So we got three players that have played for us and started for us. They're not going to be in there in the spring, but it will give the young guys a chance to go. As strong safety will be Cam Lewis and Jordan Tolles, a, a mid-year graduate who looks fantastic. I mean, the guy's got speed. He's got burst. I can't wait to see him put the pads on. And obviously, we've got Jacoby Stevens at free safety, who we think that's going to have an excellent year. You can look for him doing a lot of things that Bulls defense. Bulls loves him. Eric Monroe. Uh, on special teams, we've got Zach coming back, Cade York, Avery Atkins, and Quentin Skinner is going, going to compete for the deep snap position. Uh, I think that's uh, everything. Uh, we have a big junior day coming up. Uh, obviously, recruits can be on campus. 
Uh, this is going to be our first junior day on uh, March 7th. Uh, we have a lot of our top players coming the next two weekends. Uh, we're still looking at players available. We still have three scholarships left uh, for graduate transfers. Uh, we're talking to guys. Uh, we've identified some guys, and we haven't made a decision on some, but I can expect those guys to be on official visit soon. Any questions? Hey, Coach. Uh, talking about the 4-3 a little bit more, can you just expand on why it fits your personnel yeah. in terms of the guys you have? Why are you so excited yeah. about it? You know, uh, you look like a guy like T.K. McClendon. He's a perfect 4-3, and so is Justin Thomas. Those guys were playing four techniques. That's inside the tackle. Now they're playing outside and more of an attack defense. And then you have some linebackers. we got speed who can run. We're blitzing. Uh, we, we're going to blitz the corners. We're going to blitz the safeties. I just think that the 4-3 is built on speed and aggressive, aggressive nature. I think we have that. And uh, obviously the, the human nature is to kind of you know, take, take a breath or want to, you know, once you've accomplished something huge like you guys did, how do you, how do you, uh, you maintain the kind of mindset you want to have yeah. in the program? And does it change yeah. compared to what it was before? You know, I, I do believe this. It starts with me. Uh, I made a about myself that I'm going to record this year, uh, more attention to the detail, and people need to see that from the leader. And I think the culture that we built is fantastic, but we need to keep that standard up. And I do believe that it, it would be a fault to keep on talking about last year. Uh, we got to turn the page. Uh, this is a new team, but we do we do have a lot of good things that we can fall back on last year. As far as I, I give you an example, uh, last year in the spring. Uh, the whole team of Saturday morning at 9 o'clock had a volunteer practice. The coaches wasn't there, and that was led by Joe Burrow. Leadership and want to. So we can fall back on some of those things. But, I, you know, I can't expect this team to be last year's team. It's a new team, but we still have high, high expectations. Hey, Coach, uh, right here. Uh, what went into the decision to move Marcel Brooks to inside linebacker, and how do you see him adjusting to that new role? I think he's doing fine. Now, he's got to learn the defense. Uh, you know, he was playing outside linebacker in the 3-4. A uh, little, little undersized. He's about 205 pounds right now. We want him to get to 215. We didn't have any linebackers. We had no choice but to put him in linebacker, and he's done phenomenal. As we all know, he's very fast, and once he catches on to the scheme, I think he's going to be an excellent linebacker. Yeah, Ed, right here. Uh, maybe 10 years ago, if you had staff changes, people would look at it as a sign of instability. As of late, can you talk, talk about the culture of college football? It's like if you're not changing something, you're getting left behind. That's right. You know, new ideas are good. And I'll say this. The David Randall was fantastic. I loved him. But Bo has brought some fresh ideas, new pair of eyes, and it's the defense that I'm familiar with. So is Scott. Scott burning some new things from the NFL. Well, look, we want our guys to go out and have success. Uh, Dennis Johnson was a graduate assistant for us. Now he's, I think he's the fifth highest paid defensive line coach in the country. So those things are going to happen. We want these guys to to prosper. People are going to want to come to championship programs, and, and they want to get the answers. They want to see what we've been doing. So I think it's a plus, and I think it's a plus to keep on moving, keep on changing, and continue to do that. Coach, Maurice Hampton, the plan is is to not have him at any football, or does he go to yeah, meetings or anything? All, all baseball. Oh, but that was my my, my, my pitch to him in uh, recruiting, and I'm going to stick by it. 
Uh, and I got to thank him for covering me on that pitch, man. That pitch was soft. Man. <laughs> Uh, Coach, last time we talked to you, you talked about the offensive uh, position that was open. You said you wanted somebody that either knew your stuff so well or could teach you something new. What was it about Scott that uh, kind of ultimately yeah. went in that direction? I really liked, I really liked his approach in the interview. Uh, I really liked his demeanor. I really liked that when he got up on the board, I could see him coaching our receivers. I think that's really important. I think that. Um, you can tell the type of coach when he gets up on the board and you ask him questions and it's not a planned deal. I thought he was very detailed and brought a lot of knowledge. Uh, I felt comfortable with him. Uh, there's some guys on our staff that have worked with him before and said he was an excellent team guy. I thought those qualities were very, very important to work with Steve and to keep the, the cohesiveness in, in, in the office. So I think those are the reasons why, and, and you know, his knowledge. He's going to help me with game management. Uh, his knowledge is not an offense that he doesn't know. And he was really, you know, he was really uh, impressed by what we were doing on offense too. So I think he brings a lot of uh, information to us uh, and also fits in well with the staff. And um, you, you had mentioned, you know, about Lenahan whenever he came in. Uh, you, know, you wanted somebody who either knew your system really well or brought something new. Right. You know, Joe Brady had the right. Saints and the RPO. Right. Right. What did Linehan kind of bring specifically? I do to believe that the, the, the knowledge that he had in the passing game in the red zone and the empty package, how he related to it, and the things that he did, especially when he was a head coach, the stuff that he ran, the stuff that he ran in Detroit. You know, there, there's an old saying, if, it, if it's not broke, don't try to fix it. Okay? So there, there, we don't need a whole lot of new stuff uh, in our offense. I think it was more or less his knowledge, more or less his coaching ability, and more or less his fit with the staff is the reason we hired. Sorry if I missed this, but did you mention um, is Devontae Lee going to stay at receivers? He on defense? Yeah, sorry, I should have mentioned that linebacker. He's at linebacker right now. And yeah. what was kind of the appeal of moving him there? What was that what was kind of the what about him made him a good fit there? You know, uh, you know when we watched the state championship, Devontae Lee was the best player on defense on that field. And, uh, you know, he was playing a receiver, and he'd been a good receiver here, but we felt that he'd be more of a linebacker, like a Jacoby Stevens type of guy, and uh, big and strong and fast. So, and he wanted to move the defense. And uh, he talked to me about it, so we moved him. Good show right here. Uh, in, in past interviews, talking about Miles Brennan, you said it's now his time. He's our guy. Has there been a moment or in the past – uh, last fall, maybe in this uh, early spring, that you've seen something in Miles that gives you the confidence that mm. that he can be obviously his own guy, but he can lead this team in the right direction to to, to yeah. go for some big time uh, That's a very goals. Very good question. Uh, you know, when you when you back up to the Heisman winner, you kind of keep your mouth shut. That's what you do. Uh, he's led this team in a four quarter program. Uh, he's competed at every rep, just like Joe did to win every rep. I'm not going to say he won every rep, but I've done, I watch him compete and win every rep. I see him be more vocal at the end. Like we go eight stations on the eight station, you know, we put up the pause. He's the one doing it. Um, I've heard him talk to guys that when we had to go back, come on, man, get this done. So he's been more of a vocal leader. I've seen him in the office watching more film than he ever has. Uh, I know this. I know the Burnham family very well. Uh, they've been very patient. 
and uh, they've been waiting for this time. I expect Miles to explode, and I expect him to do all the things that he needs to do to be a great quarterback. And whatever deficiencies he has, like we all have, I know that he and his family are going to work on. And uh, what I mean by that is more experience, uh, working on his throwing motion, uh, going to quarterback gurus, camps, or whatever it may be. I know that this guy is dedicated to do that. I think we're going to have us one heck of a player. I've always believed in Miles. I believe he's a championship quarterback, and I, I believe he's going to be great for us. Coach, I'm, I'm sorry if I missed it. Left guard and just your general concerns yeah. about the offensive line. Yeah. You know, when you lose four or five, I know you yeah. got some guys coming yeah. back, but, uh, I mean, you saw what kind of they were able to do last year. Yeah. Do you lean on the coaching there? Yeah, you know, Ed Ingram, and then just for uh, just for the spring till we get our guys in, we have Harden, who's a walk-on lineman for us, is going to play there. We're very thin. It worries me going into spring. We only have two guys, uh, two groups. And obviously, you know, in spring, people get hurt. So you have to watch how we treat those guys. But right now, only Harden, who's a walk-on, he's going to do a good job. But then we have to wait for our new guys to come in. Coach, you mentioned about Kevin Faulkner opening statement. What about his people skills makes him such a great asset to be your new uh, running back coach? You know, uh, first of all, Kevin has a presence about himself, and and he don't have to he don't have to say, "Look at me, I'm Kevin Falk." That's not him. Uh, he's Louisiana, uh, true and true. Now uh, he's very humble, but he speaks the truth, and I think the players gravitate to him because. They know what he's done. They know he's been through. But he was just like them when he was young. And uh, and he's become into a fine man, a great integrity, great character. Belichick wanted him on the staff up there. And uh, I think he didn't want to go back because it's too cold. But I think that Kevin brings a presence, but he backs it up by his work ethic. I'll give you an example. Uh, we were going to high school in Lafayette. And I told him I'm going to meet him there. And the coaches get there about 730. So I said, Kev, I'll meet you there. Well, I left early to beat the traffic over the bridge, as we all know you don't know, you don't know what you're going to get over that bridge. So I pulled up at the school at 6.30. There was one car in the parking lot, Kevin Fall. He goes, I knew you'd be early. So that tells you a lot about him, about his work ethic, about what he is, and he backs it up. Yeah, Ed, uh, how do you plan to divide snaps in the spring with the quarterbacks, I mean, with Miles and the rest of them? Yeah, well, it's going to be Steve. You know, Steve. Steve's gonna uh, Steve's gonna get it done. You know, Miles is gonna be the first team quarterback, and the two young quarterbacks gonna snaps on the second team. And uh, that's how we're gonna do it. Miles is gonna take all the first team reps in the spring, unless somebody else beats him up. Ed, over here with with Maurice. What is it about him? Do you think that can make him successful playing both sports? When in college athletics these days, it takes so much time. Yeah. Uh, just to play one sport. Yeah. You know about Mo? Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I like two sport athletes. It means they're, they're competing. It means they're doing what they want to do. Uh, I think we have an excellent track team. I think we have an excellent baseball team. And I, I know they're getting coached. I know they're working on their skills. And uh, I don't think they're going to miss a beat. And uh, we invite that. I invite it in recruiting, especially uh, guys that play football and run track. That means we have a fast team. I'd like to have the fastest team in America. You're going to have, you know, plenty of options, a defensive tackle, pretty much four starter caliber guys there. I guess how much flexibility and creativity does that allow you? Like, would you ever see a Shelvin and Ike on the field together, for example? Yeah, we could do that. 
we could do that. Yes, there, there's a defense that Bo has that both of them would fit in phenomenal at. And uh, he's very, you know, this is not just straight Miami 4-3 where we're lined up in a 9, a 3, a 1, and a 5. There's a lot of adjustment. The guy is very smart. He has a great plan on quarterback runs. And uh, there's going to be some time where we can put both of those guys on the field and two guys, knock those guys back. Uh, you know, Bo's more of a two-high safety guy, which I, I, that's my school. I'm a, he and Pete Carroll uh, work together. I'm from the Pete Carroll school. We, you know, you're going to see more two-high safety than you ever did here. It's not going to be all cover one. So when you do, when you play two-high safeties, you got to control the front. you got to control the run with the defensive line, and those two guys can do that for us. Coach, were there some other people trying to hire Bo Pelini when you hired him, or did you fear that that somebody might try to hire him? Because I thought you could have might you might have could have got him for less money than you did. Yeah, you know I, I don't I don't know that. Uh, I I thought Dave was going to get another job, a head job. I felt that, and there was only one person I wanted was Bo, and uh, he's deserving of everything that he got. I thought he was the best choice for us, best choice and best fit. Uh, I knew that the defense is what he had and what he can do with our talent. I thought it was a no-brainer. Hate to keep hammering home the coaching hires, but um, was it a conscious decision to go after some veteran coaches, knowing that you guys, you know, like kind of Scott said, there'd be that lull of being a champion and maybe having some guys around that, you know, could. You know, you know, obviously the Joe Brady model was fantastic. I mean, you know, how can you go wrong? You know, but I don't know how many Joe Brady's are out there. And I went after some guys, and I just didn't see it. I just didn't see the fit for us. And I wanted to bring them with best fellow shoe, not just, uh, you know, someday, sometimes uh, you try to win the hire through the press and everything looks good. I thought that I made a good decision in bringing in Scott Linehan, uh, the guys that were out there. I loved his experience. And, uh, you know, there was a no, another Joe Brady out there. I mean, I missed him. But I look for him. Obviously, you guys made a lot of changes at linebacker to fit that personnel. Um, how does that affect your recruiting, specifically maybe grad transfers that might yeah. fit there? And yeah. um, what differences would people see in the way that you want these linebackers to function than maybe they did in the former defense? Yeah, you know, uh, we're going to be more of an attacking downhill, uh, blitzing the linebackers. You'll see more of that than you did before. Uh, it's going to be too high, so they're going to be involved in coverage. I mean, those guys are going to have to carry the tight end, take somebody to the flat, so they're going to be more multiple. Uh, you'll see them on the line of scrimmage blitzing. Uh, Bo has has almost every blitz in the world. He's very good at it. Uh, and we are looking at uh, the best players available, and obviously that spot we need help. So if there is a graduate transfer at that spot, we would take it. Defenses, I imagine, will be focused on stopping Jamar Chase this year. I guess how much of a challenge does that prevent, present Ensminger and Linehan and kind of getting him open? Well, I think they were focused on that last year. It didn't work too good. <laughs> no, but you, he's going to get double. No question he's going to get double. But you know what? We have some – Keshawn Butte is going to come in. He's going to be an excellent receiver. Um, you know, we're still going to be an empty package. Uh, we're still going to have choices. We're still going to throw them. But we, nothing's changing from last year. So uh, they're going to have an answer. I think that uh, Scott's uh, ability to be in the boot with Steve, seeing all that, suggesting plays just like Joe did, 
calling players in the red zone. That was another thing. I know he called players at a high level, obviously being a head coach and a coordinator. I think all those things are going to help. But we can expect that, no question. You mentioned earlier that you took a personal vow to work harder this year. Why did you feel like you needed to do that? Just leadership. Uh, just leadership. I think everybody watching the leader. You know, we had so much success last year, success last year that you, you have a, uh, a tendency to you know, slow down a little bit. And we can't do that. There's no way. We've got to speed up. There's a new team, uh, new leadership. We've got a lot of coaches. Uh, we've got to set the standard of performance here. Uh, and that, that's, that's about me. I'm the energy guy. I set the standard, and I can't let it slip. So I'm staying in the office longer, working longer. I just do it by leadership. We got to look at all your running backs last year and saw kind of what they do. But Clyde was so unique. Yeah. You know, how do you how do you envision that position playing out this season? You know, I, I do believe that you know Chris Curry really showed what he can do last year, and. Uh, I mean, he's a, he's a he's a bull. I mean, he's going he's, he runs like Marshawn Lynch. I don't know if he's as fast as Marshawn Lynch, but he's a bull. So is Tyron Davis. They're a bull, and, and John Embry is electric out the backfield. The thing that we need to improve on with those three guys is catching the ball out of the backfield. I don't know if we're going to ever have one like Clyde. Is that good? And you saw in his combine that those routes, those angle routes. He's phenomenal. He's but we got to work on it. We're going to do it. This is a little off the off the uh, topic of spring football, but Kelvin Chesson told that story about you going to his house at four in the morning. Is that is that like the most extreme, or is, or is that something you've done more, similar with with other recruits? Yeah, yeah, that's called competing. You know, and I got to give Dennis Johnson credit. You know, Dennis said it all up. He says, "Coach, we got to be there tomorrow." What's up? We leave. He says, "Three." Dennis, come on, man. But once we got there. And I'm glad we did. Uh, then we it, the fun part was chasing them to the airport, the Houston traffic, and behind them, and trying to keep <laughs> keep up with them. Come on, Dennis, get on! And, and, and weaving and wobbling. Then we got out there. Then I went to them as far as I can, man. And just uh, and thank God we did. Kill them out there. So many good things for our university. It's a great young man. What was Dennis driving? What kind of car? What was that? What kind of car was I think it might have been a Tahoe. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, man. See y'all later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.